Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm WSB's Clark Howard from Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the Metro Atlanta. You'll get severe weather, a traffic riddler, or breaking news. Breaking news immediately accurate from the WSB 24 hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. Hey, this is Craig Robinson, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Take your panties off. He packed in the animals two by two. Ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the sun, chip and hell. Tell me about God's master plan. Oh, my love, love. Welcome back to the show, 11.07, 7 after 11, Mark Aram here, you there, hour number two of the Tuesday morning broadcast, or evening for Tuesday you folks. Morning. It's morning for me, it truly is my morning. Okay, Which, that drop at the top was hilarious. Yeah, Craig did that for me. <laughs> oh, uh, 11.35, we'll hear from Craig Robinson. Oh, that was good. Yeah, he is very, very funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is my morning, so this morning for me which is 6.30 p.m. Yes, sir. My wife comes home, and she's like, we got to go to dinner. I'm starving, and I got to go to bed early. She, I was like, all right. So we have sushi. So my breakfast is sushi. At what time? 9 o'clock in the morning? No. What's 9 o'clock in the morning to you is uh, 7 at, p.m. to me. Yeah, but it's night. You know it's night. The breakfast doesn't work. You can still eat dinner. It's fine. You So you could wake up whatever yeah. for your morning and eat sushi. That'd be fine. Longoria? I don't. I don't have a. Yeah. I'm not one of those. People. I don't eat sushi, but I mean, I, I would. know people. <laughs> I know people that can't eat breakfast at different times, or they yeah. can't eat dinner. I don't care. I can eat breakfast anytime. Oh, uh, breakfast at dinner is the best. Yeah, breakfast at any time of the day. It's tough to wake up and eat sushi. <laughs> wake up and force feed yourself a steak and potatoes. <laughs> yeah, which I did last night, and then this, today I did sushi. I forgot about that. And it's like, my body's like, what are you doing, pal? Like, well, what stop. what do you normally eat at night? You normally eat dinner stuff when you get up, when yeah, but you come in the show. I don't, I, there's something about rolling out of bed and eating raw fish. That's ah, okay. not All a, right. you know, I love sushi, but like at dinner time. Yeah. Not when I just roll out of bed. I don't know. We're kind of all <laughs> over the map today. We're discussing uh, Columbia House filing for bankruptcy, The fa- made famous for 12 CDs for a penny. Those folks, they were still in business, believe it or not. They had switched over to DVD sales the other day. Um, we, we've all done it. I apparently never paid for it. My mom confirmed that they never picked up the tab on, on Columbia. And someone on Twitter was like, well, if you're under 18, there's nothing they can do about it. So if you're over 18, they can come after you. But if you're under 18, like I was, they're like, they have to write it off. Anyway, so I had all these CDs in college. I had a nice developed CD collection, probably 200 CDs, okay? So it's the summer of my junior year, and I go home for the weekend or whatever. I'm in. A, I'm living in a house with a couple of my buddies, and I come back, and our house got broken into. So I had, I had, you know, those black CD cases you put oh, against yeah, the, the wall? Yeah, yeah I still have the, one. like with the, the tall s- ones. You still have you one? Can, mm-hmm. So yeah. I had one of those filled, like anything, you know, hip-hop and U2 and classic rock. And 
And I, I had 200. What'd you say, Ben Midler? <laughs> yeah. <I'm, laughs> You stole the punchline of my joke, Chuck. <laughs> so I had 200 CDs in there. I come back, the house is robbed. TV's gone, stereo's gone, CD's gone. But not all the CDs. Oh, shut up. They they left like nine. <laughs> they actually went through and left? Yes. One. They didn't just like grab one them One of all? them, Bette Midler Beaches. <laughs> shut up. I swear to God. I was just kidding. <laughs> one of them, the soundtrack to The Natural. Like, these were selective thieves. Right. They took the time to go through my whole big black CD case and oh, be like- so funny. Yeah, like, oh, Tropical Quest, we'll take that. Oh, Beaches, no, we're not going to- Like, they, <laughs> they stole 192 of my 200 CDs. <laughs> nice. So I call the cops, and the cops <laughs> die in laughing. I mean, he's, he's like- why did they leave these eight? I'm like, I don't know. They don't like these eight. And he's looking at him. He's like, he's laughing at them. Like, <laughs> like, why would you have these? Like Neil Diamond's greatest hits. <laughs> still on. So the cop is totally laughing oh, at nice. me. And, but th- I could tell they're not doing, they're not going to do anything. Like they're literally, right, the police yeah. officers were not, not going to do anything. They just they're come like, over here and act like they're going to take Yeah. It. And so I'm like, I'm like, I think I've, I figured out how they got into the house. You know, I, I, I saw underneath the window in the kitchen, there was like, the grass was matted down. I think they jimmied that one. He's like, whatever, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you going to do to get back these CDs? He goes, nothing. nothing. Listen to your Bent Midler. And- there's nothing you can do to get back your CDs. But I had selective thieves that did not take Bent Midler, Neil Diamond. Well, they had good taste, obviously. But, the, I mean, that just shows you they were under no rush. There was no pressure oh, yeah. to finish robbing this house. Like, they probably knew you, they knew you were out of town. took the time to, like, to literally sort through my CDs and go, yep, 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 no, yep, 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 no. <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend that got broke into, mm-hmm. rooted through the house, didn't steal anything. Because he collected, he collected VCRs, uh-huh. like old VCRs, and then VCR tapes, so he had stacks of them. They rooted through there looking for. He had a tube TV and stacks of old VCRs and and, and VCR tapes, and uh, they didn't steal anything. Went through his clothes, didn't steal any of his clothes because he was one of these hippies that just didn't care what he, he looked had like. Nothing so oh, of value. No, nothing. The best they could have stole was a microwave, but it was too big to get through the window because <laughs> it was one of those really old, old ones from the nineteen eighty-five. Yeah, he, he so he told the cops. He's like, yeah, I got busted into. Like, what did they steal? He goes, apparently nothing. That's and the cop just laughed. He said, like, you got to be the first person to get robbed. But not robbed at the same time. That's awesome. Can you yeah. pull Longoria? Pull the uh, scene in Big Lebowski when the cops come over to take his statement after his car <laughs> got stolen. I want to hear that. That was fantastic. I love that. Jr. is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Jr. Hey, Mark. Long time. How are you, brother? I'm doing well. Doing well. Yeah, I remember um, Columbia House a um, long time ago when I was um, 13. I'd ordered about 20 or so CDs, and, um, man, I tell you, that was some good stuff. I had, like, Madonna, Michael <laughs> Jackson. Did you, ever, did you ever pay for all of them, JR? Um, yeah. Because <laughs> they kept sending you I, CDs, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, I did, um, I did the penny thing, and then there was, a. Uh, Another place I went to um, back in the 70s, um, it was across from Fifth Plaza, a place called Peaches Records and Tape. Nice. And did you get stuff there? Bluegrass? Good good bluegrass CDs? Um, yeah, they had some bluegrass CDs and tapes, mostly cassette tapes. Oh, I got there. you. Let me ask you a question. Thanks for the call, JR. I really appreciate it. Here's a question. A, do you own any cassette tapes anymore? And B, when was the last time you listened to a cassette tape? A, do you own cassette tapes? And B, when was the last time you listened to a cassette tape? 
the last time I listened to a cassette tape, I had to get something off of it from when I was a kid. I was doing a radio project, mm-hmm. but that was, oh my God, that would have been a senior. So that was 2008, so that would have been, what, eight years ago? The only cassettes I Seven own right now ago. are old air checks. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. From like had, the late 90s yeah, and early I've got 2000s. The, luckily, I have all that stuff on CD. I was able to burn it all to CDs. I need, yeah, I need Buford. I think Buford was supposed to do that for me, but I don't think he did. Yeah. I've got all these cassettes, like me doing the Braves pregame show. I thought he did have. I thought you gave that all to him, and he was yeah, going to do it. Maybe he did. I can't remember. Oh. If he but did, yeah, that's I, the last time. It was like eight. And before that, I don't know. I was in high school, maybe. Yeah. I don't I don't know? think I own a regular, like, there's no, I don't have a music cassette anymore. No. I don't even remember getting, throwing them away or anything. I just think they... They're biodegradable or something. They just, like, <laughs> just disintegrate, yeah, they blow disintegrate away in the dust. to nothing. Uh, Quentin's in Jefferson. Quentin, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how's it going? What up, buddy? I fell for the Columbia House Records CD thing a long time ago. We all did, my friend. We all and, did. Uh, and as far as cassettes go, I never... I used to have some of that's been like 20 years ago. What's the, So what was the last time you listened to a cassette was 20 uh, years ago? It would have been like 90... Nine or two thousand, I think. Really? Now I remember that was an awkward transition period when we, as a society, transferred from cassettes to CDs. Do you remember that transition? Oh yeah. So it was like there was a time where it was like CDs were ex- more expensive, but obviously that was the way it was going. But you still were buying cassettes. You were, you know, at least I was hemming and hawing, like, all right, do I make the conversion? Am I going to have to buy all this stuff over again that I have in cassettes onto CDs? And I remember in my old car, it had a cassette player. And then DVD, uh, then CDs started becoming popular. You remember that? Like There was like a four-year period. It was like... I remember. Do you remember having to get the, the, the car adapter? The adapter. The, 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 the tape with the wire coming out of it, and then you'd have to figure out a place <laughs> yep. to put yeah, your portable that. CD player remember, in your car. I remember rocking that for a long time. My buddy Scratchy got one. Scratchy. In his Ford Probe. And it was like we were like... It was the most amazing thing ever. Oh, it was awesome. He's like, you'd put this fake tape into the tape deck with a cord on it, that hooked up to your CD player, and you could play CDs while you're driving. But if you hit a bump, the CD would skip. <laughs> it would skip. Yeah. Or if you put it on the dash, you took a turn, it would go flying into the other side of the car. That was a weird time. Super weird. Because you were, we were in between. We're, yep. you know, everyone had all their music on cassettes, but CDs were Starting new and the, hip. And yeah. But you were like caught in the middle, like, all right, do I buy this new, this new music on cassette or CD? And it's yeah. The, the adapter, though, for the car made it an easier transition. God, I remember those. Peggy's in Decatur. Peggy, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, hey not Peggy. only do I still have some cassettes, I listened to one about six months ago. What is it? Well, I have to confess, I was in a room full of small children, and it was a kid's one. Oh, that's all right. But, but I also have some 8-track tapes and an 8-track tape player, but I can't play them because it eats them. Oh, no kidding. I never, I'm not old enough to ever have had eight tracks. I never. Well, I'm not old enough either, but, you know, I have them. I have them. All right. Well, I mean, they're, they, they're make, they're cool little things to have, right? An eight track, like a paperweight or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You could use them yeah, for the something. Yeah, the problem with an eight like track, you can't machine. do it. Eight track players, I yeah, mean, you could done. still find a cassette player somewhere. But I just think the, yeah, exactly. But the eight track itself, it's just like a cool little. Oh, yeah. Collector's item. 
Like I don't here, know what you do with it. Kenny Loggins on an eight track. Surprised the you funny, haven't bought any. <laughs> I just remember our our old Blazer had an eight track player, so yeah. I used to grab some of my parents when I was first learning to drive. But the frustrating thing about the eight track was there was no rewind forward button. Like you listen no to kidding. the one good song on it, and then you just had to cruise till it came back around on the loop. You I couldn't, didn't know that. I couldn't. At least the one that I had that was in the Blazer, and it was a '72. The one that was in there. Yeah, you'd rock out, and you'd be like, oh, this song's awesome. It's from whatever, one of the Creedence songs or whatever their A-track yeah. was. And then it would get to these songs. You couldn't fast forward. You just had to suffer through it and then wait till your the song you really wanted to listen to looped back around. I, on the, I never on owned the A-track. an A-track or operated one, so I'll yeah, take your word on time. that. Only had it for a couple of years, and then Dad finally ripped it out and put a real radio in. Did you ever have an A-track, Longoria? No, I did not. Longoria. No. I started off with tapes. How long is the uh, the Big Lebowski thing? Uh, about a minute and a half. All right, let's hear. This is uh, Big Lebowski getting interviewed by the police after his car was stolen. Uh, yeah, uh, green, some uh, brown uh, rust coloration. And was there anything of value in the car? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, a tape deck, some Credence tapes, and there was a. Uh, uh, my briefcase. In the briefcase? Uh, uh papers. Um, just papers. Uh, you know, uh, my papers, business papers. And what do you do, sir? I'm unemployed. <laughs> my rug was also stolen. Your rug was in the car. <laughs> No, here. <laughs> Separate incidents. The dude is not in. Do you Leave find him much, uh, these stolen cars? Sometimes. Wouldn't hold out much hope for the tape deck, though. Or the credence. Well, <laughs> what about, uh, the briefcase? Mr. Lebowski, I'd like to see you. Call when you get home and I'll send a car for you. My name is Maud Lebowski. I'm the woman who took your rug. Well, guess we can close the file on that one. <laughs> so funny. Oh, all right. I definitely, I got to find out if there's a DVD with the uh, director's commentary on that. I need to watch that right now. All right, Kenneth and uh, Melanie from uh, My Cake Buddy. You'll be next. Craig Robinson at 11.36. We got a lot of fun stuff to get to. Stick around. 404-872-0750 on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. 1125, 77 degrees on Peachtree Street. Craig Robinson in 10 minutes joins us on the program. Melanie, for its goodness cakes, joins us on the program. How are you, buddy? I am fabulous. How are you, Mark? Excellent. What's going on? (laughs) So, like you, I also have a box of air check tapes. I was actually listening to them about two weeks ago when I was cleaning out the basement. Nice. Uh, Yeah, but I also have a Jerry Clower 8-track. I've got... 78, I've got 45, 33s, and get this, reel-to-reel tapes, too. I remember uh, 30, uh, what were the little records? The 45s. 45s? I remember yeah. those. I remember, I never once, I don't even think I've ever seen what an 8-track player looks like. I couldn't even pick one out of a lineup. And get this, my first cassette was Menudo, don't laugh. Second was Run DMC, and third was Quiet Riot, and I've just been heavy metal since then. So. Did you know Longoria's uncle was in Menudo? No. Yeah? <laughs> 
Yeah. What one was his the, name? One of the umpteen uh, yeah, hotheads. Because they, they used hot to turn and burn those kids. Once they were oh, over 16, oh, yeah, right? they, they were out. They were out. Yeah. I had hot for those guys. Yeah. Well, that's why you All have an affinity for Longoria. <laughs> there you go. Longoria. Longoria. <laughs> All right, Mel. Talk to you later, buddy. Take it easy. See ya. Uh, Bill's in May Reddit. Bill, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Oh, hi, Mark. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. Enjoy welcome, the show. Welcome aboard, my friend. Well, thank you. Thank you. I just want to comment real quick on the Columbia House thing. Uh, back in the day, say 1989 to probably about 1992, I had six different accounts with Columbia House, uh, three different addresses, uh, two different people at each address, and I kept really detailed records. I, I got down to $3.40 per CD, so I was like rocking because CDs cost about $17 each back then. And, now, what was uh, the deal, though? Once got, you once you got the nine for a penny or whatever, weren't you uh, automatically enrolled and in, in to subscribe to the monthly CD? Yeah, you got the monthly thing. What you had to do is the first four months, uh, they'd send you that little thing, right? You got to reply back and send the little thing back yeah. and say, no, I don't want it. But on the fifth month, they said, okay, you buy one, you get two free. So I would always buy on the fifth month, That's and I get right. buy one, get two free. I and forgot about that. I CD down, and uh, then after that, I'd cancel. I'd cancel in the sixth month. Good job, Bill. We got to run. Uh, Craig Robinson coming up after news, weather, and traffic. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, for immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show melts in your mouth, not in your hands. All right, ladies, time to take your panties off. We've got a surprise guest. He is my man. Uh, he is world famous now, but I first saw him back uh, years ago at the Punchline doing stand-up. He is Craig Robinson from The Office, from uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, and now Mr. Robinson, Wednesdays, 9 p.m. on NBC. Craig, thanks for joining us. Mark, thank you for having me. I love that you saw me at the Punchline and probably was like, who is this with the keyboard <laughs> many, many moons ago? I have such a, such a love connection with the punchline and Atlanta. Would you know? Would you believe that you know the punchline closed down mm-hmm. this year? Correct. Do you know? Do you know who was the final show of the legendary punchline? Well, the, the closing act of the punchline. I part of me wants to say George Wallace, but part of me says that's not right. That's actually good money, saying George Wallace, but. It's not great money because <laughs> you would be wrong, and it is I, Greg what? Robinson, who closed it down. Did you? I, I'm so mad that I missed that because uh, Jamie invited me to that that final the final weekend actually, but I had to go out of town with the wife, and um, so okay. But George was there, right? George Wallace was there that final weekend. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I came in that Sunday, so you know, yes, George did show up. I'm sorry, George. Yes, so many people came through. DC Kirk. Um. Um. Rob White, it, it was, yeah, it was crazy. So that's a little awesome. historical footnote that you closed down the punchline in Atlanta. That's pretty cool. Yes, and uh, I think it's a great trivia question, you know, in a couple <laughs> years. So. It'll be Final Jeopardy soon with Alex Trebek. <laughs> All right, so obviously you've had an amazing stand-up career, and that's where I first came uh, to know you, and then the amazing run on The Office and the movies, and now uh, a different kind of TV show on NBC. Uh, Mr. Robinson, tell us about that. Mr. Biographical, yeah. <laughs> if you can help me out, thank you. Um, 
Interesting. And then when the, sto- the stories come in, uh, a lot of people ask, are you in the writer's room? And no, I'm not. The uh, They've created this world, but uh, the, I think that's a lot in common to start with. So you were actually a real-life school teacher? Correct. That's How did how did yeah. you get into that, and, and when did you decide, all right, this isn't for me? I think I decided, like, before I graduated college that it wasn't for me to teach, but it was... Uh, I went and met, you know, because I needed a job after college, and I was I was in the uh, music program, you know, teaching program. I mean, I was pursuing it, but it, you know, I didn't I didn't know. Like, I, I got bit with the comedy bug. Um, I'm, my last like year and a half of college, mm-hmm. where I knew that's where I wanted to be. So, I was, you know, I was heading towards the road of graduating and 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 doing something, you know, becoming a teacher. And then it just like comedy took over. Like this is what you're doing, Holmes. So get ready. <laughs> but but obviously in the comedy, I mean, I've seen you on stage so many times. You combine the music and the comedy for a, an unbeatable show. I mean, it's just fantastic what you do. Wow, thank you very much. On thank stage, uh, and yet and it, it came about so naturally uh, to do it like that. Because you know, I I went up a few times without the keyboard, starting out, and. Um, you know, it's it's crazy now to think about it because I, I always say this the story like I just walked in and there was a keyboard, but I actually you know packed my keyboard and went to this you know open mic and uh, and it was like all my problems had had ceased about being you know about like like how to figure out the sure. comedy thing. It was it was like that's all right. let's make it happen. We're talking to Craig Robinson. He is starring in Mr. Robinson Wednesday night, NBC, nine p.m. Um, so you're going from a hit show like The Office with a great ensemble cast to now your own show. What kind of pressure is that for you? Thankfully, I have such uh, um, a great uh, family around me on the set. Uh, great rapport. Like like I said, my band is actually on the set, Sans the Horn Players. So I have my band there. And my brother's in my band, my real-life brother. Um, Brandon T. Jackson plays my brother, but my brother's name is Chris Rob, and he's back there on the base. Uh, he auditioned to be my brother on the show, but he just wasn't believable <laughs> as my brother. Like Kramer uh, auditioning <laughs> to be Kramer? <laughs> exactly. That's hilarious. Yes. And, and, then, um, and then the guys who, who wrote the show, the Cullen Brothers, um, they put me on my first show called Lucky as a, as a regular uh, in, in 2001. On, uh, and it was on FX. So, you know, I got... The, these guys over here, I trust. I got my, my band and my brother. Uh, I know, like, Brandon from the comedy scene. I know Megan. I know, And then we got Ross from Frasier and, uh, and, uh, uh, playing the principal. And, and then we got uh, Spencer Grammer, who actually was, who actually is Kelsey Grammer's daughter. 
Oh, wow. So I have, you know, the report, it's all these uh, little connections on the show that, like, like it was an instant bond. So everybody's there, you know, lifting each other up. So when you talk about pressure, it's, um, I think the most pressure I felt was like, man, I, I, you know, I hope people receive this because this is, you know, this is me. Sure. Like, it's kind of, if you're rejecting this, you're kind of saying, yeah, Craig, yeah, go. <laughs> I'm going to say sit on it like like Happy Days. Go sit <laughs> on it. But, uh, but it's kind of like that. So uh, it, it's cool that people are receiving it. And, you know, I got uh, uh, people, you know, give me a lot of love. So I'm hoping they love it. And even if you don't love it, DVR it anyway. Just DVR it, absolutely. Anyway. <laughs> you don't have to watch it. Just, you know. We're talking to Craig Robinson, uh, Mr. Robinson, Wednesdays, 9 p.m. NBC. For this role, did you did you like uh, watch Lean on Me, or I mean, how did you prep for this role? <laughs> um, you know, it, it's seeing that it's my namesake. It's uh, I, I have this secret in my brain that I can't do any wrong, so I just gotta <laughs> go with what, what have you. Uh, and then it's it's always fun one of the words that, they, that somebody's prepared for you. Uh, in this game, this, this acting game, mm-hmm. that's when you really get to you know go and beat somebody else. So it's a heightened version of myself, and um, I, I just go in and we just have fun. It's it's a lot of fun playing with the live audience. I started off you know when I was fantasizing early on, like as a kid about being on a sitcom. Mm-hmm. It was like it, it was yeah, absolutely a live audience. And then once I did nine years of the office. I was like, oh, man, I wanted, you know, a single camera show like that, you know, no audience, what have you. And then once they switched it to that, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Once I got a taste of it, it was like, yeah, this is, this that's, is that's home a good for point. me. What was I thinking? Like growing up, it was like all in the family, tape before a live studio audience. And, and you know, we've kind of gotten away from that in recent years. I didn't even realize that. Absolutely. And, you know, the people come in and they just have, they, we have a great time. It's a great, like, especially when you, like, mess up or something or, or mm-hmm. you got to change a joke. Like three or four times, it just the last is, the last gets bigger. So it's it's a incredible energy, and you know I hope that translates home. Excellent. All right, wrap it up with uh, Craig Robinson. Gun to your head, Craig, and uh, you can only do one thing the rest of your life: stand up or act. Which do you choose? Stand up. That's that's a solid answer. That's a solid answer. I like hearing that, and that's from your fan. Yeah, that's from a fan of both stand up and your acting. I like that. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, stand up is um, it's, it's you know that an immediate gratification, it's um, and it's you, you're you're everything. You're the producer, director, writer, uh, a performer. You know, you t- it's it's so much risk and so much reward, and uh, and plus you you know many times can get late after the show. So it's uh, it's, it's all of that. Actually, you're supposed to laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the question. No problem. All right, so appreciate, Wednesdays. Appreciate the interview. Take your panties off. Um, Wednesdays, your, 9, <laughs> 9 p.m. on NBC. Awesome, Craig. Thank you so much. Mark, thank you, man. Craig Robinson there earlier this morning. I'm conducting that interview in the newsroom next to Marcy Williams, Judd Hickenbotham, Amanda Moyer, Bill Cayetano. <laughs> nice. uh, that's uh, where you had to do it? Yeah, because uh, Dr. Joe Esposito was uh, jerking around in net two or net one. 
No, nah, I mean, should, doing a show. I was going to say, yeah. you should be doing a show, yeah. not, not that. Yeah, um, so yeah, so I had to do it in there, but uh, it, was, it was it was funny. He's hilarious, absolutely hilarious. Uh, all right, your thoughts on uh, Craig Robinson, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Gators in Milton. Gator, thanks for hanging through the interview. Welcome to the program, buddy. No problem. I actually like that interview. Thank you. That was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for the cassettes, yes. my grandpa used to have a cassette player in his truck. Okay. And I always wished I had a cassette so I could play it in his truck. And then, when I'm just about to get enough on Amazon to actually get one, he sells his truck. Oh, no. So, how old <laughs> are you, like, Gator? Twelve. So have you've never heard a cassette, or you just heard it in your nope. grandpa's? Uh... Never, never. Wow. I, I wish How I had. How old a... are we? Yeah, I know. I well, uh... I, well you know, it made me feel really old when he said my grandpa had. I know, right? I'm trying to think if I have a cassette player somewhere at home I could give you Gator, but I don't even think I do anymore. I don't. <laughs> Yeah. Be a miracle if you still had it. <laughs> I know, I know. So what, you've, you've not, I mean, 12 years old, you don't even listen to CDs, right? I mean, you're a total MP3 guy. Yeah. iPad. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Can you help me out? Yeah. All right. So, uh, your generation, I need your help. So yeah, I have an iPhone, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I downloaded all this music on my iPhone that I bought. Yeah. And I go to play it the other day, and now it says all the music's now in the cloud, and not on my phone, and I got to download it back to my phone. Do you know why that happened? I have no idea. It happens to me too. I just re-download it. So I have to go download all this stuff again. Yeah, it doesn't even take that long. As long as you just go through each album and click um, download all, so, and then it will download that whole album. I love, I love that. I've got you on the phone right now. I'm putting you to work. All right, so I've got an album called The Tribe Called Quest: Midnight Marauders. Yeah. So I hit the cloud with the arrow pointed down. And then, um, how long do you think this will take? Uh, it depends on how many songs are in it. it um, for me, normally... If you do it on a Wi-Fi, I think seconds. it goes quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah and Wi-Fi depends, too. I'm on Wi-Fi right now. I just, I don't understand that, though, because I tried to play some music this weekend, and it was like, you have to download it all again. I'm like, what the yeah. heck? It's, it happens to me all the time. That's ridiculous. I don't know what it is. Wow, it is going quick. It's already downloaded three of the songs. I mean, it also depends on the Wi-Fi strength. Like at my house, yeah, I get the I get an app, and three seconds later, it's already downloaded. I'm like, that's crazy. Your folks okay. have good Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, listen, why don't you ask your folks for a Christmas that you want a cassette player? <laughs> you know, it'd be surprising if they still actually have one intact these days. I think you could get them on eBay. Yeah, you can probably find you one. You probably could get them on Amazon or eBay. Yeah, there you go. I, I honestly, if yeah. I had one. Gator, I would I would give it to you, but I don't even think I have one anymore. Yeah, don't promise this kid something that you're not going to come. <laughs> no, to and I'm going to get uh, angry call us call six yeah. months later. He's going to call us when he's 22 to... and be like, "Hey, uh, you promised me a tape deck, Mark." <laughs> I'm 40. 40. I'll be like, "I never got my cassette player." Yeah. Look at that, Gator! It's the whole album just downloaded. You are the man. I, I hate to be a spoiler, but you've just won star of the show, my friend. That's fantastic. Thank you. Awesome. All right, why are you up at 12 years old? It's almost midnight. What are you doing? <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Can't sleep. All right, Gator. Well, thanks for calling in, man. Check back again soon. Oh, uh, yeah, I will. Thank All you. right, there you go. That's awesome. That kid just hooked me up. Uh, Dave's up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Dave. Hey, Mark. Hey, Dave. Uh, I could be Gator's grandpa. I just <laughs> played my cassette today. What did you play? 
Well, uh, I was on the treadmill doing two miles and uh, at, at the gym, and a couple weeks ago, I was at, uh, rummaging around in a cupboard, cupboard, and I found my Walkman. A Walkman, so wow. I've got about 200 uh, cassettes. What were you listening to? Noel stuff you'd never heard of. Come on. Both Dorsey Boys, the Les Brown, Lionel Hampton, Samarty Shaw, some Benny Goodman. It's all in one oh. tape. And I looked at the tape when I got through, and I said, well, I copied it from a guy in 1998. And uh, <laughs> I've got a lot of CDs, a lot of, uh, of uh, cassettes, and a lot of uh, vinyls. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I, I don't have any of that anymore. I might have a couple of records left. I don't have any cassettes except air checks from, from the late 90s for me, but that's it. A Walkman, remember those? A freaking Walkman. I had the knockoff Walkman, the cheap, awful Walkman. That's what Gator needs, a Walkman. With the fo- oh, Walkman. yeah, with the, f- with the foam, like little cheap heads. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. All right, we got one segment to go. Uh, whoever's on line three and Moro will be up next. 404-872-0750. Outside Atlanta, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Back to the phones. Uh, Kenneth's in Moro. Kenneth, how you doing, brother? Hey, man. See, I didn't even say Morrow this time. I'm actually in Kennesaw, man. Oh, <laughs> that's but right. It was in Morrow. For, you know, the name whatever. didn't pop up on the screen. Sorry, brother. Uh, I, I got no problem. Anyway, no, I still probably own, I guess, 3,000 cassette tapes. What? Yeah, they're in the Dungeon of Doom, so I don't uh, know. I you don't see them on a day-to-day basis. There. But I still have my dual cassette players, you know. There's got to be oh, a way to, to recycle them into something useful. Uh... Like, didn't yeah. uh, in Castaway, didn't Tom Hanks make videotapes? Didn't he use that as, like, rope? Yeah. Well, I mean, how else would you make a mixtape for a girl if you didn't have a dual cassette player? Yeah, I was awful. At, no, I would do them off the radio. I was awful at mixtapes. Well, that, well, that's the other thing. We, we were able to record from the radio. Yeah, exactly. Try doing that, you know? You can't record on, the Mark Aram show now, unfortunately. Well, actually, yeah, you can, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kenneth, I got to run, buddy. Uh, time for the Mark Aram show start of the day. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? It was going to be me for getting uh, Craig Robinson on the show, but uh, I'm giving it to 12-year-old Gator. Okay, good, because I already wrote it down. Yeah, (laughs) for teaching me how to uh, get my music back on my iPhone. Benefit of having 12-year-old listeners. Thank you, Gator. Arts and Swanee. Art, you got about 15 seconds, my friend. Hey, what's going on, Mark? Love your show. Hey, listen, uh, I just got done with a gig and was listening to you. Uh, I would love to send Gator a tape player. I've got a bunch of it. I've even got the uh, underwater version of the Walkman. Uh, wow. I'd send it to him. All right, hang on the line, Art. We're going to get right, some brother. info from you. Low T. Chuck's going to get an email that I will do nothing with. Yeah. But if <laughs> Sorry, Art. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> Come on. Just just email it to me. Gator, if you're still listening, call back tomorrow. There's and we'll nothing put weird you, about this. We'll put you in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Nah, I feel like I'm a we'll ha- here's the deal. To a we'll have Art send it to us, <laughs> okay. yeah. and then we'll, we'll give it to Gator. Yeah, right. Good, good uh, <laughs> stranger danger radar there, Chuck. <laughs> All right, on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram, WSV, Instagram Mark Aram. Go to sleep, little baby. Sleepy little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's magnificent Mile. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.